Hey everybody, welcome to the Roldorf Cafe. This is episode six. Yes. I am Jason Gallup. And I'm Howie. Howie, and we have a guest in the house. It's Bonnie B, our producer. Yay. Yay. Say hi, Bonnie. Hey, perfect. I don't think her mic is turned on. So thank you very much for joining us today. We are recording on the 18th of August, 2018, with lots of eights. And we're recording from the basement of the Bental Center, the bowels of the Bental Center. And we're doing this all just for you. Right. We are, Raldorf Cafe is a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about watches and industry and all things nerdy, such as... Watches and the stuff we're going to talk about today, Howie. Hey, we've we've got some great stuff. Yes. Well, we took a couple. We took a couple weeks. You know, I got married, so th- I think this episode we should let's just have fun and just like see what happens. I th- I think that that's exactly fun it. with watches. Fun with watches. What a crazy concept! Fun with watches. I know. Yeah. And we kind of um, moving into our fun with watches. You want to jump right into fun with watches? I think fun with watches. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. Uh, based on some of the stuff that we were talking about uh, last episode, Mm -hmm. I think we should uh, carry that on just a little bit Mm. because um, there was a... Did we get any comments on on that? On that podcast? Did anybody talk about... Because I know we we got kind of controversial about the whole... Hey, Howie, I want to keep this up. Okay. You know, really up. Well, uh, oh, oh, the comments were uh, some dark stuff. No, there were no comments, but that's, oh, that's why I want to keep this up. <laughs> you know, just keep it up. Don't don't make it's me sad. Because people, people were speechless. That's yeah. I think because we said exactly what what y'all y'all are thinking. Yeah, y'all. And if y'all weren't thinking that, you should have made some comments right. so that we can. Uh, well, I mean, that says, it says to me that they were thinking the same thing, so they were just like, yeah, like we'll go with that. So we'll keep it up. Yeah. Everyone enjoyed exactly what we said last time. So, um, yeah, there was a a very interesting article that came out from uh, Time and Tide. Yes. And if you guys haven't uh, checked out that uh, particular uh, online uh, journalism thing. I like like what they're doing. I like how they're kind of pushing some envelopes and actually kind of digging deep into some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Their opinion pieces are good. So I think they copied us, actually, because we were talking about this whole thing about people... Um, not winding their watches. Not winding their watches and buying watches that were broken and just slapping them on their wrists right. and stuff like that. So in this particular article, they came up with three types of watch wearers. Okay. So that's in reference to to all kinds of watch wearers, not just people who do the unthinkable, which is slap it on and that's it. Yeah, they yeah. Uh, they actually chose uh, some movie a stars. Spectrum, right? A spectrum of of movie stars, I think. Well, they chose three characters based on characters from movies, right? So the three watch wearers would be, uh, what's his face from American Psycho? Yeah, Christian Christian Bale. Bale. That's the yeah. first one. Crazy guy. Have you seen that movie? <sighs> I've I've j- I've just heard a lot. You gotta about see that Christian movie. Well, I haven't seen. It's it. gnarly. Is it? Well, that's uh, yeah. I think it's more relevant nowadays. It just keeps those kinds of movies just get more and more relevant. Where you're just like, oh god, kind of obsessive compulsive. Just a corporate, just d bag, and and you know, huh. yeah, psycho. He's a psycho. So that's really interesting because in this article they put him down as being the guy that's the obsessive compulsive. The obsessive compulsive, right? 
the precise guy. The type of right watch where who, who, when he puts his watch on, he's setting it to the second. He's setting the date. Um, it's probably the first thing on his mind when he gets up in the morning. His watch is number one. If it's not keeping perfect time, he's he, his watch. His local watchmaker probably hates him because he's in there every other week with problems with his watch. Not saying that that ever happens because, of course, that would never happen. And I if it did, he'd contact us directly. Right. And not saying that happens. But anyways. Just a little plug in there for Roldorf and Co. Yeah. We anyway, fix watches. We fix watches. So... Uh, <laughs> Number the, two. The, number two was uh, James Marsden that's in Westworld, mm. his character, uh, the, uh, Teddy Flood. Right. So that's Is that the latest Westworld or the... Yeah, I think that's so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not I've, I've, I, I, another, another show that I've uh, not actually seen, but very, very interesting thing there that's was... A dark show. This is kind of the middle, the middle of the road kind of guy. This is the guy that will, uh, will basically throw on his watch and... And and be like, you know, here or there, you know, what time is it? Eh, it's time to do it right now, I guess. Well, you know that kind of thing. I mean, I, I think there's a spectrum within that. Yeah. I think really the middle of the road of that is a guy who puts on his watch, who sets the time. Maybe it's a few minutes on off. It's not to the second, and he, fifty percent of the time, sets the date. Yeah. Right. Who needs a date, right? Yeah. Who cares? It's today. It's today. It's today. <laughs> exactly. We should make a watch with a window. It just says today. What today. Every, every, yeah. Yeah. I, I can there see it is. that. And then people look at it. What day? Oh, oh, good. I'm not behind. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the give or take. So that's number two. That's the guy in, in between. Yeah. Likes the watch. Doesn't care necessarily if it's on perfect time. But may use it, you know, to keep the time. Yep. And then there's uh, Bob Odenkirk. You mean Saul? Yeah. What about Saul, Saul Goodman? Saul Goodman. Yeah. I don't know if Bob Odenkirk specifically He's represents number three. His like the guy. He's the guy. The character. That they used. The character represents number three. Yeah. Which is what? Kind of the guy that really couldn't care less. Yeah. It's all show and it's all yak. Or is it just an afterthought? It's. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely that. It's just like I've got to get my watch on because people are going to see that right I'm wearing right. a watch. Or he has a watch that he's just worn every day for his life, and it's it's almost like a, it's almost like a, you know he feels naked without it. He just has to put on his watch, kind of thing. Doesn't but it may the battery may have died a few days ago, a week ago, a month ago. Yeah, doesn't matter. He's wearing the watch. Yeah, we see a lot of people like that in Hollywood. Yes, we do. You know. Where they come in and it's like... I've been like, oh. wearing this watch for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I just noticed. And I walk by your store every day and I'm like, maybe I should just come in and... Bring it in, yeah. And then they do and then... They're souls. That's a Saul Goodman. Yeah. Okay. Right there. So that's that's kind of... Uh, there's obviously like... A whatever. A spectrum in between, but I think that's a good... A good... Um, yeah, a good spectrum of the three main types of watch wearers. Yeah. Of watch wearers. Of course, there's people who don't wear watches. People don't give a crap about watches. That's not really part of this spectrum. These are people who do wear watches. And out of those three characters, right. they all just wear one watch. They're not double-wristing or anything like that. So that could be sort of a fourth category of, right. of, of, of that. Sure. Well, that's, that's even more. That's next Have level. Have you been much of a double-wrister? No, no, never. Really? No, that's... 
No, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I c- the only time I can see it making sense is the smartwatch on the one wrist, the mechanical on the other. The yeah. Fitbit on the one wrist, the mechanical on the other. Mm. You know? Yeah. But then that still looks kind of weird. It, yeah. Yeah. But watchmakers. You, know. you see, watchmakers are double wristers. Te- typically, they they have... Are you a double wrister? Have uh, you been a double wrister? Abs- yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, I learned I more about you every day. I yeah. swear. So what watches were you <laughs> double wristing? <laughs> Those are my Rolex days. <laughs> you're it's ro- like, oh, <laughs> this watch is so beautiful. I really have to wear it. So you uh, you'd wear it. You wear two Rolexes. I'd have my own and and the one I was uh, testing because oh, it was testing. so cool. Yeah, yeah. Do we test around here? Watches? Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't. But <laughs> not well. We don't take them out of the store and test them. We don't. No, of no. course not. No, 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 no. Tempted. But uh, in store. In store, if we need to, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just, just getting it out there, <laughs> getting it out there, like, like calming all fears. You don't take the watches out. In the interests of transparency, yes, we do not take your watch into the field. <laughs> <laughs> just in the field of the store, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So you, and I think one of the uh, the greatest double wristers or multi wristers is. Nick Hayek, the greatest senior, F- five five watches, well, he six watches. I'm curious if he is sort of the one of the, you know, the like part of that movement. If he was the one of the first to really do that multi watch kind of look, or perhaps it was it was all for publicity. Well, you know, you honestly, get those shots. He's sure. got all uh, all the <laughs> Swatch Group watches well, on his wrist. He's at one time. <laughs> It's crazy. It's like this company who's bought out all these rad brands, the Swatch Group, mm-hmm. and you know that makes sense. That guy is going to wear all the brands. Don't you think it's going to make sense? I, I think that at one time, at one, well, it's uh, it's just kind of like <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, I guess. You know, <laughs> and uh, with the Swatch, very watch, sensitive community. He has so many choices. How can do you? you, think you it, do how you could wear a you swatch? ever? ever yeah. Uh, how could you ever possibly choose when you've got? Every single swatch at your fingertips, which one you're actually going to wear every morning. It's like, oh, hell, I can't go through this torture every single morning as soon as I wake up. It's like, i got to choose one? No, I'm just going to slap them all on. So do you think he's the guy who wears the five or six watches and, like, sleeps with them and, like, showers with them all on? You see, you know, you see that guy? Yeah. 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 Don't get me started on that. Okay. You should never be on sleeping, sleeping with and, your watch. and bathing yeah. and... Everything yeah. with your watch? Yeah, no, no. You shouldn't. You but was he that guy, or did he respect? Hopefully, the not with that many watches on his wrist. Right, he'd hurt himself. Do you think that he? Here's an interesting question. Being being, obviously, the the CEO of such a huge watch company, he's got he's got a love for watches. I would assume. I would hope. Do you think he's got like that one watch that is actually like, you know, an heirloom that his like gave or that is you know that that is cherished beyond the life that he lives being being so much about watches you know howie that is an excellent question what is his i like? have no answer to that but i bet you someone out there in the ether that's listening to this podcast right. the many millions of people that listen to us would have that answer on a bi-weekly basis would have that answer and they would actually comment Nobody's on which got watch that answer that 
Nobody's got that answer. Oh, someone's got I that I think answer. the only person who has that answer There's is There's always Nick, someone that knows. And he's dead. <laughs> so he took it with him, I'm sure. That answer. Yeah. Or maybe he passed it on to Nick Jr. And maybe Nick Jr. would be the one to ask. And that leads us to the next question. What kind of a watch wearer is, is Nick, Nick Jr.? Yeah. So he wears two. We know that he wears at least two. Mm-hmm. So he's in the fourth category. But really what he's wearing is whatever's the latest thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So at that point, right. when you're walking around with the latest thing on your wrist and some bloke comes up to you and says, Oi, what time is it? No bloke is going up to Nick Jr. <laughs> that no, guy, he's probably no, got a Everybody detail. knows who Nick Jr. is though, right? Yeah, so I don't think so the guy so walks he's around. Walking, he's walking down the street. Not in Basel. He's not walking. We'll, we'll get to The Basel guy doesn't later. walk anywhere, I tell you. And he's taking limousines everywhere. He has a driver. He's one of those guys <laughs> that probably drives the Bent doesn't drive the Bentley. He no. owns the Bentley and has a driver. You don't drive a Bentley. You don't drive it. Yeah. Exactly. Have you ever driven a Bentley? <laughs> I've never Exactly. Sat. I've never oh. even sat in a Bentley. But <laughs> if you No, I don't think I think you need a special license to drive a Bentley. Yeah. No, but Really, he's going to be that. He's he's going to be that precise guy because if he's wearing the latest and greatest greatest thing, he is not going to be caught out in the middle of nowhere with some guy going, "Oi, uh, you have know, you got the time," and he's going to go. Ooh, but I don't think well, that's why. I think I don't it's think about. I don't think that's why he's setting his watch. He's going to be pressing a button. He doesn't care about what people. He's going to be listening think. to chimes. He doesn't care what people think. Ding ding ding. Oh, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> So he doesn't even look at his watches. <laughs> he listens. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely listens to his watches. He does. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's <laughs> he's he's the pre- precise guy. He's he's the guy well, that he, really he, has. He, he represents yes, <coughs> the precise guy, but but to the next level. Yeah. What would be an example of, you know, back to the normal three? Yeah. Because these guys are obviously out of that spectrum. Mm. Nick and Nick Jr. So who who would be? In those, in the the precise guy, I think that's you, Howie. You think that's me? Yeah. Okay. I think you're there first thing in the morning, as soon as your eyes <laughs> open, where I'm grabbing my iPhone to see what emails have come in. You're grabbing your watch, going, "Oh man." Well, let's do a test right now. Look at my watch oh, right now. Now we're getting live. So I'm looking at my watch. It is 6:01. I'm looking. I'm comparing to my cell phone here. Let's look at seconds. Okay, okay. Do, 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 so we got six do, oh do, oh right, six oh two. Oh no. I'm thirty seconds behind. I'm thirty seconds ahead. Howie. Yeah. But maybe that's just that <laughs> what that watch is lost <laughs> in the day. <laughs> Who knows? You mean since I serviced <laughs> it like a month ago? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that is not correct. But that that certainly isn't sort of uh, a give or take at that point. Right. That 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 is more precise than okay. than I think. Most people. Well, maybe. Yeah, give I, take mean, I care. I care. Know, give I put my watch like a few minutes. I put my day. watch on. I care. Definitely. I set yeah. the date every day when I wear a watch. I wind it fully. <laughs> I set the time to like to the minute if I can. I find a source. Yeah. You know, I guess I would be closer to that. But and that watch has a special meaning to you too. Right. Well, w- let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that after. Mm. We get through these other okay. three. Because there's a good story with this watch. Definitely. There, there is. Yeah. And I want to get to that. But Aside from the fact that you wore it on your wedding day. That's the story. <laughs> you just gave no, it away. No, 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 no. There's more to that watch than just that. 
how okay. you came by it. Well, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, part of yeah, the story. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So we're going to so get there. So number two of the t- three types of watch wearers yeah. is the, the guy. Who, who is it? The, the guy from Westworld? What was his yeah, name? Yeah, the guy from Westworld. I think that's you. I think you're in category number two. Why do you think that? Because I've seen, I've looked at your watch before, and I've been like, Jason, you have a watch that's like not the right time. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging out with uh, Merlin from Nomos, and your watch wasn't on the right time. You're, you're right. Yeah. You know what? He didn't notice. At least I don't think he noticed. I know. You don't have kids yet. <laughs> 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 well, that's why you should have a precise time, you because see. you got to pick up the kids from daycare. No, 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 no. No? No, no. That's what the cell phone is for? No. <laughs> and my kids will attest to this. Mm. I was never on time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that I actually forgot that my right. kids were away somewhere and I was supposed to go pick them well, up. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, but let's not bring that up with uh, with my wife because that, that's still a sore point. Right. Yeah. So it's, good, it's a good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Hi, Mary. <laughs> so, yes, you, I think you're number two because I've definitely seen you not set the date on your watch. Yes. But I think that's because you can't see the date on your watch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> now we're getting right into it. No, you're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, to me, actually, the, the, the date is, is fairly useless, unless it's a big date. Oh, I love the date on my watch. Yeah. Yeah, many times in the day I'm wondering what date it is. Yeah, well, you see, I'm I'm one of those guys that I'm always wondering how many days are at the end of the month, right? You know, and then at that point, unless I'm actually wearing a perpetual calendar, mm. uh, you know, that's another kind. Is that a number three? Yeah, well, that goes into the whole precise thing. I think. Have you, you seen, know, have you seen these guys who get together on like leap years and have like the party? Yeah, I saw that Hodinky did this, <laughs> where it was like all the guys got together. And like I'll sit and watch their watch. You see, and now there's and the nerdity extreme oh. right there. I love that's it. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I would if I had a perpetual calendar, you know what? I'd be <laughs> I'd be that guy. Just like, you know, the one guy where it changes like or it doesn't work, right? Oh, I know. Heartbreaking. You don't want to be that guy in where that it's situation. Like no. Twenty twenty nine. No, or no. It goes to tw- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Leap years of twenty nine and then yeah. it should go. Yeah. But as you know, when going back to dates, though, right. I am very, very fastidious about date changes. How do you mean? About when they, when we're servicing a watch. Right. Like, I am so super fastidious about that. Oh, about getting it. Getting it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's always fun to, to, to watch it as right. it goes around. You set it up about 15 minutes and you're sitting there for about 15 minutes. Right. Tick, 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 tick. But tick, th- tick, this tick. is Rolex. When is it going to change? Did I get it within five seconds? Did I get it right on? In fact, I posted a video know, of actually getting that. it right on. It was so awesome. Is that still on Instagram? Could you yeah, go back and see I, that? I think so. Yeah, I think it's still Or should still we there. update the link <laughs> for people to watch? <laughs> and we'll do it again. We'll do another one. But the se- see, Rolex is really the only that, that I've worked on recently that I can really rely on the date right at midnight. The, like the the other cali- the ETA calibers, it, it's it, they're a bit it's it's the mechanism itself isn't so, boom right on mm-hmm. like it just it just can't you can't set it right I mean you can get close but definitely not like the Rolex no it that's it just it that's happens. the captain it happens yeah that's the best one yeah so I expect definitely of the Rolex, at least within, uh, within that minute to 
That's yeah, it's a fun uh, thing to do though. Yeah, but it it's really frustrating is. when you're when you're setting <laughs> it and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm at a minute and a half, and then you do it again. You know, as a watchmaker, that's a. So we so we were talking about Basel World, right? So what about Rene Cam, who just resigned? Because we don't Sorry, even who? know that there's going to be a Basel World next year. Sorry, at this what's, point. what's that? <laughs> what's a Basel World? <laughs> is that that character from Sesame Street? It is. Yeah, the Canadian. They should have been one actually. The oh, the Rene Cam on Sesame Street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, it's not too late. You know, he might. Yeah. So okay. So, so MCT or MC <laughs> MCH guy. Yeah, Rene Cam resigns from Basel World because everybody's like, "You're doing a shit job." The the excuse my language the 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 fair isn't evolving progressing. See you later, alligator. Swatch pops. And then swatch pops. Yeah. Was it before or after that he was? That no, was that was after. He resigned after. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was. See, see, there it is. Swatch Group is, they're the Borg. So this guy. So what kind of guy? Wh- which one does he fall into? Precise, give or take, or whatever. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't care. You don't think? No, he doesn't care. No. No, no, no. Get it? He's seeing dollars and cents. That's that. His watch is set with the dollar. The dollar sign at <laughs> twelve, and the cents. No, the dollar sign is, is is the hour hand. Yeah, and then the cents is the minute hand. Oh, that's it. That's what he's watching. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he cares. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Tom Cruise. What about him? Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, he is a very particular guy. So much so he does his own stunts, but he doesn't set his own watches. Oh, a personal assistant to do that. No, I think you're right. He does his own stunts, so he sets his own watch. I think his watch is... I think he's a number two guy. And he's a pilot. I think when he wears a watch... It has to be precise. No, I don't think so. I think when he wears a watch, he sets it. Maybe he sets the date. Whatever. He's, you know, he loves watches, but I don't think he's, like, too fastidious about it. So we're going to put it out there again, because we know that there is somebody out there that really knows about... Tom Cruise and his watches. Well, if he sets his watch, yeah. What kind of aware is he? Yeah. So, so Somebody we're gonna put that knows. one out there. We 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 need a comment on okay. this. Someone that's listening to this must. Tom know. Cruise, Has if you're listening, inside. If you're listening, Mr. Cruise, Monsieur Cruise, please let us know if you're one, two, or three. Yep, absolutely. We need the to know. precise guy, the give or take, or you're the, you know, whatever. Right. I think you're precise. That's great. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so you wanted to talk about my watch? I need to. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a must. Well, you know. <laughs> so, I got married last weekend, two weekends ago, three weekends ago. See, I'm already forgetting. It's terrible. I'm a terrible husband. <laughs> I don't think I'm caught up with this. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, I was wearing. Uh, I have a very interesting story about my watch. Um, my good friends in Montreal gave me this watch a few, maybe a year or so ago. It's an Omega Cosmic, right? So yeah. it's, a, it's a nice watch, late 69. Um, when, when they gave it to me, uh, it was busted crystal, hands all bent. You know, it needed service. Yeah, it was it in, in pretty rough it shape. It was in rough shape. Yeah. So I was, when they gave it to me, it was with a bag of other watches. They're like, hey, hey Howie, we got these watches. And I was like, oh, but this is... I said, I said to them, I was like, I don't know if I can take this. This is a really nice watch. Like, it's it's got some value potentially. And uh, my friend said, Well, Howie, you're the only one, you're the only friend I know that would appreciate a broken watch as a gift. So I thought that was cool. So, anyways, he gives me this watch, 
and and I and I like it, but I I'm not crazy about the dial. It's a, it's a it's a kind of cream dial, you know. I'm not crazy about the that that era of dials where mm-hmm. it's just kind of bland, you know. It's kind of you know <laughs> it's kind of bland. So <laughs> you know I I but I but then I saw a reference with this well the same reference with a black dial, and it's gorgeous. It's striking, and I really like black dial watches. So I I put a search on eBay in hopes that this dial comes up, and then months later it comes up and I snag it right. So then I put it together and I service it and I straighten the hands and I put a new crystal and it's it's awesome. I'm stoked. So and I'm like, this is the watch I'm gonna wear at my wedding. This is a great watch. So I wear it at the wedding and my friends come to the wedding and uh my friend Lyndon, whose whose grandfather it was, it was his old watch. I show them her and her husband Darren, and I show them the watch. I was like, check it out, this is the watch I'm wearing today. And they're, and they're like super touched, of course. It was awesome. So then she told me that the day that we got married, July 21st, was her grandfather's birthday. So that yeah. is bizarre. It's bizarre. So yeah. so it's a it's an interesting <laughs> evolution of wow. and I love watches that have stories. So I'm really stoked that I have a like a an old watch, a vintage watch that I really love that has a really cool story. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole gifting to me and then you know, it was their grandfather's watch and then now it was at my you know, I wore it at my wedding, you know. It's cool. So, love it. That's a great story. It's a good story, I think. Yep. Yeah. And you've worn it pretty much every day since. I wear it all the time. Yeah. But I'm also like, uh, you know, I don't. I, I kind of want to save it sometimes, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm looking into a bracelet for it, actually, a cosmic bracelet. Yeah. Which would be nice. Anyways, so that's 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 my wedding watch. We posted in the story today a picture of it if you want to look at so it. So check it out. Yeah. It'll be up there. We'll put it. We'll put it in the uh, highlights. It'll make highlights. we'll make sure it's in the highlights right. so that people can see it afterwards, sure. just so you can uh, get the full picture. The full picture. Yeah, yeah. So um, the big news. What's next? Basel World. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard well, about this. The world. This is the talk of the uh, the moment. I think you know when people aren't talking about certain presidents who we won't name, they're, they're talking about Basel World. In general, in fact, I think CNN should definitely have um, a little bit more coverage on Basel World at this point. CNN, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, w- was Swatch the tipping point? Is Swatch mm. going to be the tipping? Well, that—that that I think is the is the question that we'll have to kind of play out, right? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen to Basel World now? Well, you know. This this really does sort of highlight one uh, one thing very very clearly hmm. is that Baselworld under whatever CEO, regardless, it has not um, it, it it's not innovative. Right. It's it, it there's been a massive failure to innovate on the same kind of uh, um, scale of Kodak. Okay. You oh know? interesting. Yeah, definitely. You mean like going you know, from when you, film when you to talk digital? Ab- yeah, when you when you talk about companies that, that just don't innovate and then they just go by the way of the dinosaur. Right. Right. Kodak is is sort of the poster child for that, I think, right now. So right. Uh, sorry folks at Kodak, but um, <laughs> this is just the way I see it. Yeah. Um you know, they had opportunity there. There was plenty of time. There was plenty of opportunity. So when you when you say innovate, like you expect them to kind of 
to have a, an overview of, of the future of watchmaking and watch companies and that they're going to kind of see the trend. What do you think that they were looking at over the last couple of years? What has their focus been? You know, I mean, you've gone to Basel almost every year for, like yeah. I don't know. You know yeah. So you have seen an evolution. Yeah. You've seen the decline in, in, in how many, you know, exhibitors there are. I think it's what they failed to see. That's that's the so key what thing. Should, they what should they have seen? Because, like you said, I think um, uh, Rene Cam and and uh, others, you know, they they're looking at, you know, the dollars that that this show's uh, been bringing in for years and years, you know. And I think that mm. um, so it's not they've been very very preoccupied by the big brand names, how much money they've been they've been sucking from them mm -hmm. for that particular show, you know. People go there, the press go there, they get to see the watches, they, they get the hands on. But what has been very, very clearly neglected is the the watch enthusiast, right? Yes. So, for example, Agreed. you know, if you, me, Bonnie were to go there, you know, unless you've got an appointment booked right. months in advance, you ain't you ain't gonna see you ain't gonna, gonna see Jack watching you. Right. No, so this is crazy to me. Like, how could that be? How could they be so short-sighted with that? Because if you're flying to Switzerland, you're a watch lover, and you go to Basel, and you check into the hotel, and you're paying triple in the hotel because yeah, you want to go, you want to go see the watch show because you you love these shows, and you go through the the turnstile, you've dropped hundreds of dollars or whatever, you know, and then you can't see the watch, right? Yep. Like th these are people that are really like should be, you know, valued by the by the by Basel. Mm -hmm. As like, and by the watch companies themselves being like, these are the people who are posting on social media every day about their watches. They're pushing their brands. They're brand loyal, like extremely, and they're not seeing the 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 result, the pervasiveness of, of them, necessarily. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just seeing it in a very blank way. You know, we got to like cash in and grab this by the balls. Yeah, and this is where the independents are clearly different. Hmm. They are far more focused on the collector, the people that have an interest in what they're doing because they're artisans, ultimately, right? So, um, so they're the, the, they're the, the independence was in a different a different hall, right? Yeah, they've, they've moved around uh, a little bit and, you know, but they were back in the main hall um, last point. year. Okay. Um, after moving out of the palace, which was a big tented kind of uh, enclosure thing. Like across the street, um, kind which of was really beautiful, but mm. um, yeah, they're the only ones that you know would actually. Yeah, I mean, they have their appointments, but you could actually just walk up to them and meet them, greet them, ha hold the watches, and and just be like, "Wow!" And mm. and they were there for you, right? Sure. Whereas, you know, whereas the Swatch Group is like there for its retailers. They don't care and the totally. press. Yeah, that's it. But yet they're still building these grandiose like uh, displays, and they're putting the money in for it. And then this is what they're complaining to yeah. Basil about. It's yeah. like, why are we having to be so limited? And this is why I think Richemont pulled out and started their own thing because right. they could see that there was a definite need for something very, very different. And the way that they wanted to treat their customers was very different. So it was more like of an all-inclusive experience as opposed to what you would get at Basel World, which is, okay, you you pay money to get through the door, right? And then you window shop, 
for the most part. Right. The only the only um, upside for the, for the average person would be the fact that you you might be able to star spot. So you're walking down the hallways, looking at watches, and then all of a sudden, you've seen Nick Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. And you may actually be able to bump into him and say, "Hey, you know, right? Are you are you a one, two, or three guy? What or what's going on with Baselworld uh, 2019? Right, right. You know, but you know, th- there you have it. That that's basically it. So I think that what really needs to happen now is that the um, MCH group needs to look very, very, very closely at what has not been working for them. I mean, price aside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to pay huge amounts of money, you know, for for, for, for that kind of thing. It's got to be reasonable. It's got to be reasonable for the people that want to be able the to go there lovers. and see the watches and get their right. hands on things, right? right? Rather than just be... Okay, well, I'm going to star spot, and maybe if I end up at uh, the Three Kings, you know, I'll end up drinking with um, Nick Junior. <laughs> Nick <laughs> Junior, yeah, <laughs> or theory, theory still. Right. So you you you, you 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 never know, right? Yeah. So um, Basel so World ever, needs you, to be more than. Did you ever go to like auto shows as a kid? Were you into cars as a kid, or yeah. no, currently? Oh, it's cool. Yeah, I used to They're love auto shows when they'd come through Calgary, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to see the latest cars, and that that was a fun thing. And I and I I haven't been to Basel, but my plan was to s- to go in the next year or so because I wanted to have fun. I wanted to go and have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a retailer. I'm not like, you know, I mean I'm a retailer so to speak. But I uh, you know I want to see the fun stuff. I want to like the experience. You yeah, know, you want that experience. You want this you is what I expect of of a fair, and it's supposed show. to be invigorating. Yeah, You're supposed, supposed to leave there and be like, oh yeah. yes, yes. And it's like to have it to have it open like that and inviting for people. It's mm-hmm. a no brainer to me. Yeah. But yet, I think because they saw the dollar value in each person, yeah, they just suffocated the the fun. So now the question is: Is Swatch the tipping point? Is is it done? Is Basel? Is it done? done? I, is there going to be a twenty nineteen? I, so. I think if if one of the the two greats pulls out now at this right. point, you know, I don't think it is. I don't think it's done. I think they're playing chicken. Swatches? No, I think Basel is. I think Rolex and uh, Patek are playing uh, chicken. You know what? Uh, if Rolex leaves, if Patek leaves, I think it's fine. It could they, be a different they, show. They. W- you know, neither of them want to be the first to pull the plug. I think on that, and that is going to be the interesting thing. You know, to see I don't think on. I don't think they lose sleep about it at all. I don't think they care. Now, the other thing is maybe MCH is actually going to make a change because now they they're going to be back. They're going to have to uh, make holidays, and it's. Gonna I be have like heard. Okay. I have heard that that 2019 is going to be different. It's going to be more interactive. I've heard tell of this a little bit. You know, I think they're getting the memo to some degree. As far as like the the cl- the customers, I mean, as far as meeting Swatch Group's need, obviously they didn't mm-hmm. for whatever happened. Even though I mean, Swatch Group agreed, you know, in April that they were going to be there in 2019. Yep. And then they were just all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Screw you guys, we're done. We're oh. out. We have no accountability to our word. You're, uh, you know, maybe you're not like like, you know, scratching our backs as much as we want you to. So we're gonna like pull out and we're gonna yep. take all these brands and we don't care. And to be quite honest, for the uh, for the retailers, mm-hmm. you know, you 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 know, if you are a Swatch brand retailer, you're going to go to Swatch. 
now. Probably they'll probably put on their own their own thing. Yeah, you'll go there. It'll be really unique to the Swatch brands, and that's it. Very much mm -hmm. like Vermont did with the uh, with pulling with the out of Basel World with yeah. the townhouse. Well, I think they saw early on the expense probably, and maybe the, how it didn't really, you know, weigh out e equivalent to like having it accessible to people to come. You went to the townhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Was that like? It was, it was fantastic. It was fun, right? Yeah. It yeah, was fun. It was absolutely It was fantastic. fun. Yeah. So I think they were like, how are we going to have fun with Basel? Well, we can't. We got to spend yeah. too much money. And I think even Breitling did that too last year. Sure. Where they started to put on uh, a few more events. They had that New York event too, mm. which was, uh, which was cool. you know, acclaimed. Yeah. So um, so I think what that that's what we're going to see. But what's going to end up happening is, you know, people will get fatigue because they don't want to be just traveling around to single brands they 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 need that hub so who knows maybe maybe that's going to be uh sihh moving forward where people get together but then they choose their particular brands that they're going to go and see yeah. and maybe the brands get it all in order where they can communicate between themselves as to when they're putting on their events mm. wouldn't that be an amazing thing now there's innovation right there is right. actually getting brands to talk to each other to sort of lay out what you know some kind of structure for the year so that people know okay you know what i can go and see bramont and then guess what if i stay in new york uh, another you know a few more days i can get in to see brightly right and uh, and do that that would be ideal that would be but ideal. sometimes people have their own interests in mind mm -hmm. versus the industry yeah. entirely right so as it stands right now who knows what's going to happen with uh, with Basel uh, 2019 I think it's going to become an independent show <laughs> I think it's going to be the independents are loving it are dig are, are digging in but many more of them have have moved over to SIHH now the so independents yeah so I think sure. maybe that's going to be that's going to be the focus for the independents but who knows I mean mm. it's uh, it's still up in the air and if 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 they do innovate they do get their uh, their act together it's going to be an absolutely fantastic show I think yeah uh, I, you know I uh, think this year might be might be awesome different. I yeah. think this year because there's so much tension mm-hmm I think it might be a, a, a really fun show. Yeah. So we'll see. And um, when we hear it, you guys out there that are listening to us, you'll hear it too because we like to blab. Blab. <laughs> Blabbity blab. We don't blab. No. I don't blab. <laughs> I can't speak for some people, but... Uh, All right, I'll blab. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be the whistleblower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, you okay, will. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> So um, so this is good. Are we good? Um, I think there's one more thing I okay. think that behooves us to uh, to talk about really quickly because yeah. I know we've uh, yacked on for long enough uh, so far. But um, our our esteemed um <laughs> here we go the the Roldorf um, Halios watch. We need to give a little bit of an update. Okay. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So things are moving along. Everyone is being extremely patient with this, and we yes. we we thank you for that. It's uh, it's an extremely it's going to be time. awesome. We it's are be awesome. we're pulling it all together. So the the latest was the uh, we've got we've got cases, we've got movements, 
we've seen uh, our first renderings of the uh, of the dials and we're we're just working out uh, the little uh, bits and pieces with regard to that and uh, as soon as we've got more information on on dials we'll we'll have pictures out there so people can actually see yeah. and uh, but we are going full steam ahead. full steam i think yeah. we're just wanting it to be i think we are as far as like producing watches yeah. we are number three mm -hmm. we are fastidious we are ocd about it yeah. so it's got to be perfect so yeah. i think that's what we're w the, the direction we're going with it we're really excited about it so it's like uh, you know i mean I, i mean i'm sure people are kind of like i want my watch and i yeah we appreciate that but uh hopefully we beg for your patience what we're going to give know. them is it's uh, going to be amazing it's going to be amazing yeah. yeah absolutely we are i am really excited yeah. about this okay. so yeah it's going to be it's going to be great and um within the next podcast or two we're going to have jason on here we'll mm. be chatting with him as well so uh, we'll we'll get that all queued up yes and um yeah so i think that basically good? is it for today. Well, thank you everybody for listening today. I, I mean, it, we went maybe a bit long. I don't even know. Yeah, but we oh, haven't had time. a we haven't had a podcast. We had lots to while, say. So, so yeah, we've got a good excuse. So, I mean, if this was two parts, you listen to it on the way to work and then on the way home from work. There you go. There it is. There's your day. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank this you. has been the Roldorf Cafe on. Wait, let me check my let me check check my date window. It is today. Today, yeah. it's today. Excellent. Awesome.